city. A large building with a multitude of different venues, including a standard sports bar with a usual chain of flat-screen televisions, a comedy club, a dance club, and a cigar bar. It was a place frequented by soldiers from the sprawling Fort Bragg in Fayetteville, North Carolina. For the most part, their target had spent his time in the sports bar, drinking sparingly and talking with friends. He'd come alone, and given his field time tomorrow, Aiden was sure he'd leave alone. Aiden turned to exit, staging for the follow, and bumped into the woman. He saw she was considerably more intoxicated than he'd thought before, swaying slightly and using the bar for support. Hey, I thought you had left, she gave a crooked smile. Did you come back looking for something? I'm sorry, no. I'm actually leaving now. Her eyes clouded in confusion, his accent struggling to find a foothold in her soaked brain. He moved past her, hearing, Hey, are you British? The comment drove a needle of anger deep between his eyes, causing him to squeeze them shut harshly. He whirled around and said, No, you stupid American cow. Irish, Irish! She stumbled back at his ferocity, and he knew he'd made a mistake. Knew he'd let his hatred overcome his discipline for the mission. She would remember him for sure now. He smiled and said, You going to be here when I get back? Caught off guard, the liquor clouding her judgment, she said nothing, a confused grin on her face. She hesitantly nodded. He smiled again and brushed her shoulder, saying, See you soon. The touch made her beam, but Aiden didn't notice. Behind her, he saw his target leaving the establishment. She said something he didn't catch, and he walked to the exit, waiting a beat to let the target get some distance. He dialed his partner. Dermot, it's Aiden. Where are you? Already in the car. I got him in sight. You're clear to leave. Aiden's speed walked to the driver's side of their rental, sliding behind the wheel. Fiddling with a laptop, Dermot said, Backup is on station, waiting on the beacon to lock. What did Seamus say? It's now or never. We miss him tonight. We pull out. Dermot's computer flashed, and he said, Then let's get him tonight. Where's he headed? That road called Skibo or Skybo or whatever. Aiden took a ride on Legend Avenue, saying, We keep following until he gives up for the night. Same plan. We take him at the apartment. They traveled through the heart of Fayetteville, passing malls and hotels, until eventually they were on a road called Morganton, the target seven cars up on the right-hand turn lane. Aiden said, Is that Riley Road? Yes, Dermot's teeth flashed in the dark. Good omen. He's headed home. Got the backup ready. Dermot began dialing as the light turned green. Aiden crowded the car in front of him, pushing to get into the turn lane, unconcerned before about maintaining a close distance to the target, in fact preferring to let the beacon do the work. He now needed to be in a position to assault. He heard one horn blare, saw the light go yellow, and blasted through the turn, now two cars back. Aiden saw a sign for Stewart's Creek Condominiums and felt the excitement of the hunt rise. He said, Get ready. Get back up ready. 
Remember, no shooting, no harm. The target's turn signal began to blink, and Aiden's mind flashed to Belfast and the hunting of men. He felt his lip curl involuntarily, his hands crimping the steering wheel in an effort to release the adrenaline. He had to consciously remind himself that there would be no killing here. A death would be worse than counterproductive. The target pulled into the entrance for the complex, and Aiden goosed the pedal to catch up. His headlights splashed the back window, and he saw the brake lights too late. He skidded forward, punching the bumper hard enough to slam Dermot against the dash. The world stopped for a moment, the only sound the ticking of the engine under the crumpled hood. This was not what Aiden had intended at all. Dermot said, Abort. Aiden saw the door open in front of him and said,